How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Everything Vibe. I am Zane here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how's it going, man? It's going well. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, it, hopefully, it'll be a nice week. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving, spending time with the family and everything. So, what about you? Absolutely, same here. Well, for everyone listening, uh, we hope you are having a happy Monday and got some cool plans for the holiday week. At least those in the U.S. celebrating Thanksgiving. Uh, before we jump into the news for this week, though, I just want to make a, a real quick announcement. It was brought to my attention that we had the wrong setting on, and so we only had the last 10 episodes available on iTunes, and I believe probably some of the other platforms that were on there. Uh, I did make that change, so for anyone who's new to the podcast or is recently new to the podcast, uh, all episodes starting from episode 1 through episodes 24, this is episode 25. Man, Ronnie, can you believe we're at episode 25 already? That's crazy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all episodes should be available. They're, again, they're also on YouTube, but if you prefer to listening through audio-only formats uh, like iTunes, uh, all episodes should be on there. So feel free to go back through and, and listen, uh, especially since we had some interviews that were in those first, uh, I want to say, 15 episodes, especially uh, the one with Logan Olson from Soundstage, I think, was in there for sure. Okay. So, um, moving on, let's start. We got a couple of news items for this week. I think the big one that Ronnie and I are excited to talk about is the Black Friday sale coming up. Uh, and I know we've been alluding to it for a while, but we have some details. And so, for anyone who doesn't have a Vive yet, the Vive will be available for $100 off anywhere it is sold, according to the blog on Vive's website. So whether you're getting it on Newegg, Amazon, or whatever, even if you're getting get it from uh, HTC itself, uh, the Vive is Micro said, Center or Micro any, Center anywhere, yeah. pretty yeah, much. Any any retailer, just anywhere they said that it is sold, it should be a hundred dollars off. So get it while you can. That's more than ten percent discount, and on a big item like this, I'd say that's pretty good. Um, Viveport will also have uh, some sales as well, and what they were advertising is that if you spend. 30 bucks, you get $10 back. And I'm assuming that's probably $10 in additional credit. It's not like you save $10, but um, still you'd be able to spend that on other apps. Uh, but it looks like they had a couple of items here. There's looks like, I believe it's a $5 bundle that includes the three most popular apps. So for $5, you get Soundstage, Arcade Artist, and Lumen. And I haven't tried Arcade Artist or Lumen, but for Soundstage, if you can get that for $5 plus other content, that's a pretty good deal. So yeah, no, that sounds that awesome. I, I, I mean, I know I'm going to be checking those out. And I mean, in addition to, to those sales, I mean, in general, Steam always has, you know, good discounts around the, around any holiday. So that's also worth checking out just in case they have any anything separate. But I, I think it's a good it's a good sign that uh, that the vibe is going to be on sale because maybe that's that's kind of an indicator that some of these headsets are now going to be competing a little bit with each other on price i mean it's it's been 800 since it came out and and it's worth 800 dollars. but if the prices are going to start you know going down then hopefully that means it's going to become more and more accessible for people that are that are kind of on the fence so i i think that's that's very exciting news and for anyone that you know has been kind of teetering as to whether or not they want to spend you know the 800 dollars, and hopefully this is you know, a sign of good things to come. Yeah, for sure. So I, it's it's funny you say that because I actually have a friend who I was talking to yesterday. He's been going back and forth with me via text, just like, should I get a Vive? Should I get an Oculus? He's hearing good things about both. And then actually what sold him, he's like, hey, Vive is going to be a hundred bucks off for the holidays. So I'm just going to jump on that. 
Um, I haven't heard if Oculus will be, but I, he hasn't said anything. I don't, I don't know. He's been doing the research. So um, mm-hmm. 100, 100 bucks, it, it matters, I guess, when, uh, when you're spending that much money. It's, it's a good deal. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple other ones, though. It looks like they're going to have – there's like a list of 20-something titles that will also be 50% off. And uh, okay. I, I know one of the ones that I, I'm, I'm planning to get is Chair in the Room, the Greenwater Experience. So mm-hmm. uh, the, there's – like I said, there's, there's a bunch on that list. I didn't want to list them all out here, but that was one of the highlights that at least I'm targeting. Uh, and so this sale goes from Thursday midnight, so I believe Thursday like 11.59 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time to Monday midnight. So you'll have a good couple of days to mull it over um, and maybe see some reactions from other people who get it. But I would say definitely jump on the, on these deals because I'm, I, I, we don't get anything out of it, but you know, Black Friday is a, is a big thing here in the U S um, for anyone outside of the U S. And so if you can score some, some deals here during that time, you know, this is probably the cheapest you're going to see, or maybe not the cheapest, but at least these are some of the best deals that you're going to see for a while. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, hear anything else about that, Ronnie? Or about the about the sales and everything? Not not specifically. No. Like I said, though, Steam is always just a good. I mean, for VR titles and non VR titles, they always do a great job of of having a lot of good discounts around the holiday seasons, and and it's definitely it's definitely worth. Now that we have Viveport as well, I mean, keep your eyes on both of those, and I would I would recommend even comparing the two and making sure you're getting the best deal possible out of, out of either store. So, uh, cause, cause now it's, it's easy to run games on either platform. So, so I, I personally don't think there's an advantage to getting it on one store or the other. It's really just about, you know, what the best price is and what you prefer to do. So, um, but yeah, it's exciting. I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to be checking out both stores to see what, what I can pick up during the holiday. Yeah, I did check Steam last night. I didn't see anything yet, but once they do post their uh, their sales or have a more comprehensive list of things, uh, maybe you and I can maybe uh, talk about that on Friday's yeah, episode usually, for Game Talk. Yeah, no. In my experience, until the sale, like until until it's the holiday, it's kind of a little bit unclear as to what's going to go on sale and what isn't. So, and sometimes yeah, do they have like daily sales where stuff changes every single day? Yeah, I mean, there's there's sales all the time, but at a big holiday. Uh, like this, like they'll just, they'll just put massive sales on. So, I mean, you're talking, there'll be, you know, a hundred titles plus probably on sale. So like from various, yeah. So from various, like it depends obviously. And uh, there's like, don't quote me on the exact number, but trust me when I say, yeah, there's, there'll be a lot of games to check out. And a lot of times they're, they're titles that people really care about as opposed to, you know, ones that you might not be. So, so if, if there are any titles that you've been on the fence about because of the price, it's worth making sure that they're either on your wish list or that you're kind of, you know, just perusing that list once, you know, once it's Thursday or Friday so that you don't miss anything that you might otherwise want to pick up. For sure. And like I said, we'll, we'll make sure to highlight some of the titles, at least what we're interested in uh, on Friday's yeah. episode. So uh, make sure you guys tune in for that, and yeah, no, Steam Steam does a great job, and I'm excited. I've been I've been saving up for this. I got my budget ready, and I'm just gonna be spending. <laughs> I got uh, oh, make sure you add titles to your wish list too. That's a big tip that I think Ronnie you gave me a while back. If you add the yeah. titles to your wish list and they go on sale, I think you usually get some kind of notification, right? Yeah, I think so. So at least that's what. Yeah, I haven't I haven't tested that during a, a holiday sale or anything, but I'm sure it applies the same way. I just noticed. 
the titles that I was putting on my wish lists, um, when they would go on like normal weekend or daily sales, I would get like an email notification letting me know. So, yeah, I've seen that too. I mean, I would assume that they would do it for the holidays as well. It just doesn't make any yeah. sense. I'm sure all that stuff is automated. So exactly. No, I'm sure. So cool. Cool. Okay. So moving on from the black Friday stuff, which we'll, we'll try to, to follow even more so as, as the week goes along, but moving on from that, um, I think another thing you and I wanted to discuss was the HTC Vive actually being featured on Conan's show, Conan O'Brien. And so if you've seen it, it's, or for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's about like a seven minute clip and it's pretty basic, but Conan essentially went to the the YouTube VR headquarters uh, and tried out, he played like Tilt Brush, Job Simulator, and a boxing game, which I can't remember the name of right now. But they showed the video of him playing this stuff in mixed reality. And it's Conan, so it was humorous. It was his humor. But regardless, I think this is this is a really big step for VR reaching the mainstream. And I read a couple of different articles where people were discussing this. And you know, the authors of those articles were, were kind of essentially saying the same thing, that this is a way for people to really see what the HTC Vive can do. And because um, right now, I feel like you and I have talked about the marketing behind and how I, I didn't even know that the HTC Vive existed until a couple months ago when I came over to your place, you know? And so mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What do you think about it? Yeah, no, I, I thought it was cool. Um, it it kind of surprised me that, cause I, I watched the video without knowing that it was going to necessarily be the Vive. So when I knew that they were going to Google headquarters, I was like, Oh, okay. Hi, huh, interesting. I wonder you know, if they're going to show off, you know, the pixel or something to that effect. And then when I, when I saw him strap on a Vive and, and pull out the wands, I started kind of laughing like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, especially considering Tilt Brush is made for the Vive and all of that. And, you know, Google VR recently, or I mean, Google VR, uh, Google Earth VR recently came out. And uh, so, so Google has, you know, put its support uh, to the HTC Vive as well as, you know, other platforms. So, I just thought it was neat that they focused on the Vive itself. I don't think they ever mentioned the fact that it was a Vive during the video. So that's one thing that I would have liked to see them do just to be a little bit more. And maybe I didn't, I, I didn't see, you know, him talk about, about virtual reality outside of the, you know, the kind of, you know, his visit to the headquarters and everything. It's possible that he mentioned that it was on sale and that it's the Vive system that he tried. I'm not really sure, but. Um, I did think it was cool though that you know they tried out Tilt Brush and uh, Job Simulator and and like you said I, I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of what I actually have that uh, that boxing title myself I'm gonna like have Thrill to, of the Fight or something Yeah it is it's Thrill of the Fight Okay it's there good, you go So um, but yeah but they were they were good choices for what he did I guess and uh, and yeah just in general I thought it was cool to see. Uh, to see, you know, titles that I was familiar with on on a on a you know nationally broadcasted TV show, so it, it is a good, especially around the holiday season, just making sure that people are aware that VR exists. Um, hopefully, we'll see more uh, more content like that that kind of points people in the direction of what they need to do in order to purchase it. So, but yeah, good. Good news all around. No, for sure. Um, and the thing with uh, you, I, you're right because I didn't think about that initially with them not mentioning the HTC Vive, and I don't know if there was some contractual thing. But either way, like I think it's good that people are getting to see what's out there because right now I, I would assume most people are just seeing either 
the commercials for like the Daydream or not Daydream, the like the Pixel phone coming out or Samsung Gear VR or mm-hmm. you know PS uh, PS VR PlayStation VR. So um, if any, hopefully, if anybody was moved enough to go do some research on what the games were and things like that, that'll lead them to the Vive and obviously what a great experience that is. But the uh, but for them to go to Google's headquarters and for them to be using the HTC Vive, I'm actually not as surprised because I came across uh, an article earlier this week talking about, or well, it, it was essentially with uh, Google responding to, I guess, people who are wondering why uh, Earth VR, Google Earth VR, was only available on the HTC Vive and no other platform. And mm. they came out and said that they have a great relationship with Valve, and I don't know if they're okay. trying to be exclusive about it because I know people get kind of iffy about exclusivity. But they, mm-hmm. it's cool to see that they have that that relationship with Valve, where they are developing some some great stuff and they are keeping up to date with all the new features that the Vive will have. Because it does seem like the Vive is at the forefront right now when it comes to prototypes in terms of. Well, controllers is working on that next generation controller and the wireless stuff. So you would just hope that that Google can stay on on good terms with them, and hopefully they will. But continue to to innovate and create more experiences like Earth VR. Tilt Brush was amazing when it came out, and it still is for people who have never tried it before. Yeah, I mean, still in general, I think the Vive. I mean, and this is just a guess, obviously, but I think it's super helpful that it came out as one as one piece of kit. So the fact that the controllers, the tracking, like everything is is packaged together. You know that everyone that has a Vive is going to get to experience it the same way. And I would have to imagine that that's a huge plus for developers because you know that you can you can develop your your software around specific specs and know that people are going to all have you know a comparable experience. Versus even a a high end system like the Oculus, um, you can't really count on necessarily getting all of the user bases. You know, with with the touch controllers, even a couple of months out from now, I mean, it's just the reality of the situation. Not everyone's going to have the touch and have multiple, you know, tracking cameras and and whatnot. So, so I I would think that that's played into their favor. And uh, yeah, hopefully that means uh, you know can, a continuation of great software coming out. Yeah, exactly. And this is this isn't to rag on on Oculus. I mean, I know this is a, a vibe centric show, but uh, you do bring up a great point. And so I, I just have to assume that it's, it's gotta be much easier for developers because you know exactly what they're getting. I mean, I, I would think that Oculus at some point will want to transition to the same kind of um, offer where they have everything kind of together in one kit, but it doesn't seem like they're going to be yeah. doing that when the, with the touch coming out, it seems like the touch will be well, like no, an even, optional thing or the yeah, touch I mean, control will be an if- optional thing. The, the point, like, even if they, they do bundle it once the touch comes out, um, you still, that still doesn't apply to all the users that already have Oculus's, off, Oculus Rifts. So, so, I mean, either, either you know that, you know, I mean, I would, I would hope that a, a large portion of people that already own Rifts are going to go out and purchase the touch controllers because it will make such a huge difference to their experience. I hope it, you know, sells as well as the original headsets did. But like I said, even if, even if Oculus bundles them together going forward, you still have, you know, the, you know, hundred thousand plus probably people, you know, approximately around there, um, that purchased Oculus Rifts before that are now going to have to 
go out and buy touch controllers separately. And, you know, there's going to be a portion of those people that don't end up getting the touch controllers right away or don't get them at all. And, and you can't really, I mean, if you're going to develop software that requires the touch controllers, then those people are going to be left out. So, I mean, I would imagine at some point they're probably going to start moving in that direction anyways, but you know, it's just, that's one hurdle that Oculus has to worry about at least for the, you know, current generation of their, of their hardware that HTC uh, doesn't have to worry about. So, well, the new controllers coming out for HTC, uh, hopefully by next year, may be a small hurdle for them, but that to me is a, is a good kind of hurdle because it's, it's an innovation on something that's already out there rather than kind of piecemealing the experience. Uh, you're kind of yeah, just building we're not on exactly, it. Yeah, we're not exactly sure yet how that's going to go down anyway. True, true. Like, so, mm-hmm. I mean, if, for all we know, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, I, would, I would think that they're going to release it separately, but if it ends up taking longer to release than they expect, like who knows if that's going to come out with a new headset or so. Yeah, yeah. no, I, but the, but point well said. Like we don't know, we don't know exactly yet if if HTC might take a similar route with introducing new controllers as well. So, well, we'll follow that as we go. I, this this turned into a completely different conversation than Conan <laughs> uh, or the HTC yeah, yeah. Five being on Conan. But uh, okay, so let's move on to the last point. This is going to be a quick one. Um, and obviously, we'll be following it more once more details are out. But you actually uh, sent me the article earlier this morning about uh, mm-hmm. Tactical Haptics raising $2.2 million uh, in funding for and creating some type of cross-functional uh, accessories and features for both Oculus and um, HTC Vive. Do you have more info on that? Um, well, I don't have a ton of specific. That's actually interesting, though, that you... And it, it's a pretty good segue from what we were just discussing. Um, it kind of, I mean, it makes sense to me if they can, if, if the tracking systems work, that it would be nice to have uh, controllers that work across all platforms to kind of unify things a bit. But um, I don't know how realistic that is or, you know, how easily it would be for either company or developers to adopt such a system. But regardless, it looks like, it looks like you said they're called, uh, I don't want to misphrase their name uh, or misquote their name. Is it is it haptic? What was it? Uh, tactical the, the name haptics. Of the yeah, so tactical haptics. It sounds like they've been around in, in making these types of controllers since you know 2013 uh, or earlier. So around the same time that Oculus was starting to kind of make its round rounds uh, in GDC or during GDC, um, but they've been you know. They've been working in this field for a while, and it looks like they're raising money to, you know, bring, hopefully, bring their controllers to more developers. Um, it looks like they have uh, the t- type of technology that they're working on has to do mostly with the grip of the controllers and kind of um, having having these different plastic pieces or. I mean, I don't know exactly what they're made of. I guess but it's like a reactive grip developer kit is what they were trying to. To get out yeah, there. but essentially it looks like there's you know uh, four or more different sections of of, of 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 moving parts on the outside of the grip of the controllers, and depending on what you're doing in the game, you can have all of them move in unison up and down, or you can have you know a couple move up while a couple of the others move down, and and based on how those movements correlate with on-screen movement, you can get rough approximations of you know like. Um, 
like pistol feedback, like kind of a, a kickback, or you can get feedback from hitting objects, which I know is something that a lot of times when I'm playing, you know, games with the Vive, I kind of, you know, feel like I'm missing is kind of that feedback that I'm actually kind of hitting into something if I have a sword or, or something like that. So if, if this type of technology makes that feedback more pronounced than just the, you know, the haptic motors that are already in the controllers that are kind of a more subtle, you know, rumble-like uh, sensation, then that's, that's good news. So either, you know, either a third, third-party company brings that type of technology in their own controllers, or I would have to imagine probably more, uh, it would be even better if that type of technology is picked up by the other platforms and you have first-party applications of that technology in future controllers. Um, but either way, I like the idea of people raising and spending money to develop uh, these types of solutions because if the third parties are, are coming up with them, then you would imagine it's going to be filtered down to the officially you know, supported controllers in the future. So, Yeah, just, I just I pulled up a quick uh, The Road to VR article that you'd sent me. It looks like uh, the author here is calling them one of the OGs of VR. They've been around since 2013. I think they tried to yep. raise. They had a Kickstarter campaign that unfortunately failed uh, that year. They were trying to raise like mm. one hundred seventy-five thousand, but only got ninety thousand, so it's about half. But uh, okay. now they've, they've gotten the funding to, to yeah, start developing stuff for for both the uh, the Oculus and yeah. Vive platforms. I would have to imagine. Yeah, I would have to imagine that they were in a much different situation back in two thousand thirteen, trying to raise money for their controllers versus now when there's actually. Well, there's a consumer base reality for it now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because before, like, I, I and I watched the video from 2013 or whatever. Like, there's it, there's a, a link to the video, I think, in that in that article at RoadToVR.com mm-hmm. that shows what they were kind of pitching at the time, and they were still they were they were positioning it as, yeah, you might want to use this in virtual reality sometimes down the line, but uh, they were still mostly dealing with, you know, just like you know, haptic feedback in normal 3d games at the time. So gotcha. it, okay. it was obviously more, you know, it, they were, they were probably looking into the future, I think in some of that, in some of what their applications would be. So, yeah, well, we'll definitely follow this uh, more as it goes along. I don't, obviously they don't have any details right now. It's just the funding, but that is an exciting development. So we will see what happens. Um, you got any other news for this week, Ronnie? No, not really. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. All right. Well, we will uh, continue to keep you guys updated. Uh, this Wednesday, we'll have another great interview for you guys. And then Friday, our usual game talk. Uh, in the meantime, though, I'll just reiterate again, uh, like I said in the beginning, our uh, all of our episodes are now available on iTunes. I know it was only showing the last 10 for, uh, I don't know how long, I guess, once we had gotten past 10 episodes. And so just a quick shout out to uh, Jessica and Reshma, who let me know about that um, over the weekend. So it is available and, uh, or sorry, all episodes are available on iTunes, Stitcher. And of course we, we also post the episodes up on YouTube for anybody who prefers to listen there, but, um, please subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, let us know how we're doing and yeah, just connect with us. It's been awesome so far, uh, connecting with developers, connecting with people who don't even have a vibe yet and are just, you know, asking questions. And so whatever it is, uh, we just love talking about this stuff. And so, Have a great rest of your week. Have a great Monday. And yeah, I guess we'll talk to you guys before the holidays. So uh, with that, Ronnie, you got anything else? Nope, that's it. So have a good holiday for those in the U.S. And uh, we will 
be back with more content soon. Yep. All right. We'll end it here then. Take care, guys. 